is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, where I strategize with business owners on how to grow and scale their businesses to hit their income goals. This is episode 250 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, we're going to dive into how to create Instagram story ideas for business. So I love talking about Instagram stories. We have tons of episodes about them. I enjoy Instagram in general, but today we're going to take it down a different avenue. So if you've heard me talk about stories before, we're going to talk about this idea of actually telling a story and scrapbooking. It'll make more sense, I promise. Before we dive into that, though, I want to make sure that if you haven't already grabbed my Instagram engagement guide that you do so, it's important that your Instagram account is set up to attract the right people and you understand how to really grow your engagement because that, friends, is what's important. Your audience, your community that you create over there, it's truly just so important that you're making sure that you are engaging with them because not only is it important for you to build that audience, it's also important that if you want to work with brands, they care about your engagement. They don't care about the number of your followers. So make sure that if you haven't already grabbed that, send me a DM on Instagram at Jenny underscore Melrose, and I will make sure to send that to you. All right. So let's really dive into this whole idea of Instagram story ideas for your business. And again, I'm going to keep referring back and forth to this idea of scrapbooking and telling an actual story. So back in episode 237, I talked about the four pillars of Instagram content, and I want you to refer to those four pillars, which, as a reminder, are entertainment, inspiration, education, and advocacy. Those were the four pillars of content that you should be creating when you create your content. You should be using those as your guide in order to create your content. So if you're unclear on what that might look like, again, go back to episode 237 and make sure you listen to that because I give a ton of different examples, which I promise I'm going to do for this episode as well, as always, of course. But I want you to make sure that you're using those four pillars when creating your Instagram story ideas for your business, as well as making sure that you are taking a look at how you can combine all your different interests, right? So now back in episode, what was it? 149, which came out in November of 2019. So pre-pandemic, we know it was a little bit of a different time, right? I talked about how to consistently create content for Instagram stories. And that episode is a great place to start if you're not consistent and not really creating content on Instagram stories at all. But at that time, I had a very different view of how to create stories. It was very fragmented. It was this scrapbooking idea that you could post something morning, afternoon, evening, and just kind of show the behind the scenes of your day, and that would be okay. Well, I actually recently had a conversation with Donna Bowling, um, and she referred to it as this whole idea of that when you do it like that, it's similar to scrapbooking. You're kind of just putting up an idea and it's disjointed. There's no story to it. There's maybe a photo of your kids going to school or you walking your dog and then having lunch. And then it's the more or less the story of your day, which again, if you're not doing stories at all and not 
allowing people to get behind the scenes with you, that's a great place to start. But if you're creating stories and you want to see your engagement continue to increase, what we're going to talk about today is really important. So, and I really want to make sure that it's not as choppy. Because when it's choppy like that, there's these bits and pieces that don't draw people in. It's easy for them to just swipe through, right? Maybe they're just going to swipe past or they're going to hit next and go on to the next story. Whereas when we actually do this whole story idea, beginning, middle, and end, like an actual story, it draws them in. They feel like they're part of it. So, As we prepare for 2022, our Instagram stories ideas for our business need to have this beginning, middle, and end. They need to tell a story, not necessarily of your day, but of what you are doing, of an incident, of the picture that you want to take, but where are you? Why are you there? Give them more of you. That's how you're going to draw your people in and really start to engage with them. I was noticed this. I had seen actually Phil Palin do this. And if you watch my stories, you know this. I talked about it recently. He actually had a hot air balloon tour that he did. And he took you through that tour. But it wasn't just um, the pretty pictures and, you know, him in the hot air balloon. It was more. It was his thoughts, his feelings, what was going on. And for Philly is scared of heights. So it was actually hilarious. And if you haven't seen it, I would highly recommend going to Phil's profile on Instagram at Phil Palin and checking his highlights because he's got, he did this for actually two different stories. He did it for one for his hot air balloon, which was hilarious. And then he also did it for getting vaccinated, which was also really very well done. Bits and pieces just, but told the story of how the hot air balloon experience was. And you felt like you were part of that experience. You were hoping that he did kind of peer over the edge or that he did actually get into the basket. Cause in the beginning, you didn't even know if he was going to get in. So really starting to think about how can you take something that's either happening to you or do you're doing in your life that you can show it just as a story, beginning, middle, and end. So here's another example for you because I know a lot of you are mom bloggers. Some of you are food bloggers. Some of you are DIY home decor, but maybe what I want you to remember is that when you create your stories, it doesn't have to be as just business related as your feed or as your reels need to be. Instead, it gives you the creativity to be able to kind of share different pieces of you. So let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. I, you know, work with bloggers. I share Instagram tips. I talk about how to scale your business. I talk about working with brands. Well, I recently did a story. My 11-year-old, almost 12-year-old, she's in middle school, God help me, um, came home from school and I was sitting on the back porch and she said to me, mommy, mommy, let's, let's do this TikTok dance. And she's begging. So I grabbed my phone and just, I don't know why, it occurred to me, I want to take what she's saying, and I want to have it as part of a story. Because I've talked about plenty of times to you all that you will never see me doing TikTok dances. You won't see me doing dances. You won't see me doing things like that. That is not part of what I do. Um, It puts me out of my comfort zone. I need to have, it's just not who I am. 
So I started doing a story and she was talking. So then I used the caption feature for her to talk about how she's asking me to do this TikTok dance. And I said to her, wait a second, how do you know about a TikTok dance? Because one of the things in our family is I have told my girls that they are not going to have social media until they are 18. And this has been something that we have told them since Riley was probably in first grade and she's my oldest now in sixth. So they're very aware of the fact that they will not. They also have to sign a cell phone contract that shows and tells them that they are not allowed to have any social media. And if they do, their phone will be taken away. So she knows that that's not something she's allowed to have. So when she was talking about TikTok, I immediately asked her, wait a second, how do we know? What do you mean TikTok? Is that something that we're allowed to have? And she immediately said, no, you know, I don't have it. It's something that friends talk about. And I know that there's certain dances. So I just Google it and then it'll pop up the dance. So I'm not getting all of the da- all of that information coming to me in TikTok, just scrolling through. Instead, I have to know what I want to see and go to Google and type it in. So I'm just seeing what it is that I'm looking for. So I had her tell this story. I um, asked a poll if anyone thought that she was actually going to get me to do this TikTok dance. What was very enlightening to see some of you say, yep, and then others be like, heck no, we know you. You're never going to do this. Um, And then I had in that story continued to talk about this idea of the fact that, you know, we believe that, or we don't believe, we have told them they will not have social media till they're 18. So I then asked you guys in my stories, if you think that that's a good idea, we used the little scroll with the hearts on, on the eyes as what you thought that was. So you were able to drag that and give me an idea for that. Then she actually did get me to do it because it was a really easy and something basic. And I can see in her face that it was just, she's very enthralled in this. And I still want every opportunity to connect with her and the fact that she wanted me to do this. um, It just gave me that connection with a middle school kid that doesn't always want to talk to me and doesn't want to always hang out with me because I'm not cool. The fact that she actually wanted to do this with me um, as a mom like meant something. So we did the quick TikTok dance. She recorded it because she edits all of these videos to the music, which is just so interesting to watch how quickly she's able to do it. Sends me the video and I pulled that video and popped it into my stories. And then my last question that I asked to my audience was, should I go on to like America's Got Talent or you, so you think you can dance? And I just put a poll up for heck yes or absolutely not. The purpose of that story though, there wasn't anything really business related. But what there was, and you could probably even hear it in my voice as I'm talking, I showed myself as a human, as a mom that had has a middle schooler that actually wanted to hang out with me and was willing to spend that time with me. And it drew any of you that have kids in because you know that if you're past that age where maybe you're in the middle of them not wanting to do any have anything to do with you, or you're to the point where they're still little and wondering what that's going to look like. So it was able to really pull in my audience and get a better understanding of my 
kind of values and the way that I approach my family and the way that we handle things with social media. Because of course, in the back of your heads, I'm sure a lot of people were thinking, well, she's talking about not allowing her kids to go on social media, but that's what she does for a business and her kids know that. Well, that's exactly it. And the way that I tell my kids is, I know how social media works. I know that as a grown-ass woman, I get triggered by things that I see on social media. And you're not strong enough yet to, or, or even have the brain capacity to be able to handle that. And I don't want you to have to deal with those feelings. So articulating that and sharing my thoughts with you all gave me that opportunity to truly connect with you and engage more with my audience. So I want you to continue to use the features of Instagram, like the poll feature. Like I talked about that I, that I used in that. Um, you also can see Phil did the same thing. Um, because that poll feature is so important in being able to pull people in and get them to continue to talk. So if you're unfamiliar with my whole poll feature, you can go to episode 184 and I talk more about this, about how to actually use the poll feature in order to get people talking to you because it's really important that you get people into your DMs and the poll feature gives you the opportunity to do that. So Now, what I want to be able to do is I gave you an example that maybe a mom blogger would use. Maybe you're a food blogger and you talk about your kids on your Instagram stories, and that's totally fine. That is the place to be doing it. So maybe my story that I shared would have been relevant. But the thing that I want you to notice about it is it was probably six to eight slides inside Instagram stories, and some of it was video, and some of it was photos, and some of it was a poll. So I want you to start thinking about, okay, just because it's one incident doesn't mean that I'm only going to get one story out of it. I got like eight and the engagement was (laughs) through the roof. So you really want to start thinking about how can I tell this story, this beginning, middle and end that will share what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking and show my values and get my audience an opportunity to connect with me. All right. So what I wanted to do is I want to give you an example of how to do this. Let's say you're a food blogger. Okay. Um, this, I want you to take bits and pieces and just try to think about how you could apply it to yourself. So your garden is growing peppers. So I want you to take a photo of it. And with tax, right? I've been wanting a garden for years, but I usually kill everything. So it's just one photo of a pepper growing in your garden. And with the tax feature, you're just writing over it. The next slide that I want you to add as a story maybe would be a photo of a dead plant. And you might type over it, exhibit A, showing evidence for the fact that you kill everything. Now, if you don't have that dead photo, fine. Let's go on to the next one. You're going to use that same photo of the pepper with that original text. So now you're going to put more text on it. So it's like the second box of text on it. And then you're going to write about how you wanted to make more recipes with peppers, but haven't had an opportunity to, or you enjoy peppers, something along those lines. Okay. Then I want you, this is now your third. That's if this is your third or fourth. If you had the dead, the dead plant, it's your fourth. If you didn't have the dead, plant, it is only your third. So you're going to use that same photo again that now has two pieces of text already written on it. And you're going to use the poll feature to ask if they like 
peppers. And on your poll feature, you're going to write in your poll, heck yes, and definitely pass or I'd pass or something along those lines. So you're giving them the opportunity to say yes, and you're giving them the opportunity to say no without using the word no. Now, the important part about this is that when they say heck yes, you now want to continue that conversation in their DMs. You can swipe up on that story to be able to see who clicked Heck yes. And then next to each of them is a little airplane that will let you go right into their DMs and write them a message. So I would, with anyone that said heck yes, is I would ask them, do you like peppers in your main dish or is it more like in appetizers? Um, And that would be a start of the conversation. I would do this with every single person that says heck yes. And then with my ones that said definitely not, I'd probably go over and ask them, is there a vegetable that you like better that grows in a garden? Something that continues the conversation. Now, here's the reason you're trying to do this. If you've listened to episode 184, you understand that by getting into their DMs, you are positively affecting the algorithm. You are actually giving an opportunity for Instagram to see that you all are friends. When Instagram sees you in their DMs, they immediately start to move your content into that person's view more often. So your post, your reels, your story bubble is going to actually go towards the front. The ones that you interact with in DMs are the ones that they are going to continue to show your content to. So it is helping the algorithm as well as it's going to give you ideas for creating recipes. If they say they have certain, um, they like main foods, um, you can then go into the fact that maybe you have a chicken that's stuffed with peppers or you have a pepper stuffed recipe or whatever it might be that you can then say, hey, I actually have this um, stuffed pepper recipe. Would you like me to send it to you? And they say, sure, I'd love it. And then you can actually, in DMs, send the direct link to that recipe to be able to get them to click over. That's how you're going to get little pieces of traffic. And again, you're helping the algorithm because you're getting into their DMs. Now, let's go back to the stories that we've created. We're on slide either three or four with using this poll feature. Now I want you to use photos from old recipes that actually use peppers. So now if you have any recipes that use peppers, I want you to take that photo that's on your blog that's beautiful. Maybe take a screenshot of it. Or if you have it on your phone and you've used it on Instagram in the past, upload it into your stories and say, this is um, an easy recipe, whatever it's called. And then again, you can use the poll feature. Want me to send this to you? Heck yes, already used it. And now anyone that said, heck yes, you go directly to their DMs and you say, hey, here's the recipe, and then send them the direct link to the recipe. And you can do that with as many pepper recipes as you want to. Now, you can end there or you can continue with more showing them more recipes that you have about with peppers. And that can be your full story. Or you may want to have a conclusion about your garden, because that's what you started with, and tell them, I'm also growing and take a wider range picture that shows like other things in your garden, tomatoes and and peas and whatever else you're growing. Let's hope for the best that my garden survives. And then you're going to put the little 
eye guy, if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's like a slider and it has hearts on his eyes. It's an emoji. And you can put that there and on it say, do you think my garden's going to survive? And then as they slide it, it shows it yes. Or if they don't think so, they can put it down there and have it be minimal. All you're trying to do is engage them. That's what you're trying to do. You're giving them an opportunity to know more about you. You could even go into the fact that you love peppers because your grandmother used to make blah, 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 whatever it is, and then show a picture of you and grandma. Pull people in. Tell them the stories. I know that blogging has become more of making sure that we answer all the questions that they have about the recipes. It's less about telling that story and pulling them in and letting them know who we are. That's where you get to do it on Instagram. And if you're wondering, like, what is the purpose of doing this on Instagram? It's to build that community. They're going to continually want to go to you and get your latest recipe when you are creating this content. Now, again, this works for everyone, not just food bloggers. I gave my example for food bloggers because I feel like a lot of food bloggers kind of push back on this. DIY home decor, this is so simple. All you got to do is show a room that you want to update, show them different things that you think should be added here, talk to them about it, ask their opinion, and then um, see what they think about it and then add it in. I mean, I'm not a DIY home decor person. I don't know decor well at all, but I have done this in stories myself. People want you to tell them the whole story. They want to see what's going on and to fully draw them in. They want less of the fragments because when it's fragmented like that and it's scrapbooked, they don't have the full story behind what it is that you're doing. So one of the things that I used to show when I would do my scrapbooking type stories is I would do like a shot of like Charlie behind me um, laying on my yoga mat. And I would just say, he's having a lazy day. You could see the yoga mat. I wouldn't address it. I wouldn't talk about the fact that it was part of my routine every morning to work out and what that workout looked like or why I did it or anything like that. So it just was these bits and pieces. But when I actually took the time to tell the story of my working of my physical journey of working out and starting to feel healthy in my body and it being part of my routine, that was one of my top stories. That was actually the first time I actually tried this. And the engagement and the questions and the comments, and I could see that in in my insights that these stories did so much better. And the thing about it was, it was one picture that I used. I used one picture and I just kept adding a text bubble with each new slide that talked more about my journey and what that had looked like and why it looked that way. And then I asked them their opinion and about how their journey has changed over the years and how they've continued to make it part of their day and why I make it part of my day and why is it important to them asking them. You do this so that They have that connection with you. Your stories are one of the best places to create that engagement that we all so long for, for back in the OG days when dinosaurs roamed the online world and you actually got comments on your blog. 
that we long for, you get that in Instagram stories. But you have to kind of tell the story in there. Give them the beginning, middle, and end of a specific event, of something going on during the day. The nice thing with this is it doesn't have to take all day that you're getting bits and pieces. Like You can just walk them through with one story that kind of draws them in and pulls them to that and gets them to really engage and connect with you. I would love to see that you guys are trying this. And if you would tag me at Jenny underscore Melrose when you do these stories, you can bet your butt I will be there making sure to comment and engage with it. So if you just tag me like in the lower corner of it, I will get a notification that you're talking about me, even if you're really not, but you're telling a story. That's to me is important. I want to see that you're putting this into practice, listening and doing being that continuous student and trying to continue to grow your business is important. But if you don't apply and take action, you're never going to move forward. You guys, I appreciate you all so much for listening in. Like I said in the beginning, I would love it if you grabbed my Instagram engagement guide. Just send me a DM on Instagram at Jenny underscore Melrose. I will send that guide over to you. I would also so appreciate it if you guys haven't left a reading and review on your favorite podcasting app that you do so. It helps to get great guests. If you haven't noticed over the past six months during this crazy time of the pandemic, I have continually had some of the best conversations with people, and it's because of you all. It's because you've left ratings and reviews, and they can see that. They know I have an engaged audience. So I appreciate it so much when you take the time to do that. All right, you guys, until next time, I will see you all then. Oh, 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 o